This episode is powered by Mary Brown's Chicken. Purchase the two-piece chicken meal as they'll be donating $2 from every meal to support BGC Club Day on July 28th. Now back to the show. Take a dust, you can race with us, so my lad don't get him faded. I change a rust, you can hang with us, so my lad just bond that pagan. Watch who me trust by them, no, you start to get soul and take your place, man. Stay true to us, man. Not with the hype, the hype, the hype. Take a dust, race with us, so my lad don't get him faded. I change a rust, you can hang with us, so my lad just bond that pagan. I feel like in the last couple of episodes, we haven't even played our intro. I know, I know, I know, right? Stay true to us, man, them suited up, but they might take me. started listening to the other day who's that who's that i don't even know if there's a who because i don't have unfortunately i don't, I don't have the actual that? name yeah but it was ghani and drill that shit yeah. go hard i don't know if you mm. guys have ever heard or seen i'm actually Ghanaian, so yes I've oh, <laughs> so you're familiar, oh, okay. so you're yeah, familiar. yeah 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 i can't tell you hard. any artists but it, uh it, it does go hard does i found a hard. random video on facebook and i'm like yo this is so hard and then i'm like okay let me go find this on spotify i just found a random Ghanaian drill playlist on spotify yeah. Yeah. it did the thing i couldn't tell you who's who or what they're saying but you felt it it was hard i felt yeah. it that's it as long as you feel it as long as you feel yeah. it no, honestly, speaking of drill, though. Let's go. <laughs> Anybody, feel free to jump on. I'm not ready. I was about to say, feel free to drop hot eight, hot 16. shit in the background but i swear to god that shit was authentic <laughs> as fuck i'm still so proud that's like my most that's my most proud pod moment ever <laughs> more than anything yeah that's it watching shem and shem like spend his time in the stew mm. <laughs> <laughs> record a back-to-back this at sticks was like the most amazing thing i love that's it amazing. i love it oh man puppet master <laughs> and patrick whenever you're ready please yeah write some bars down maybe it's like when we when we're back together and when person. we're back together i need i need i need we'll like to it. feel the energy and we'll do this okay battle bars battle bars so we go back or, or do we go on like some Ooh. styles pj to kiss shit that's it that's Ooh. it yeah 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 let's go let's go let's okay. go monday monday it's not with a ice thing thing a war a war the world general speaking we here, man. We here. We made it. We made it through another week. Let's go. 
Yes, sir. Welcome back. It's been a minute. Uh, it's also your boy here. Shop like Shaq. You wish you. Oh, yes, yo. Very, 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 very special guest. And like, I say that just because like, you know, when you don't see the conversations that happen, but there's like a lot of them that do, like, we've been talking about having, like, Sandy, you don't know. We've been talking about having on the pod since like January, probably. That's crazy. Facts. Like literally, like literally (laughs) since like January. Uh, I hope I'm a good guest. Oh, shit. (laughs) God, (laughs) too much pressure. So we have from the the uh, the Dishes and Dimes podcast, which mm-hmm. I just dubbed like the Wu Tang Clan podcast. <laughs> oh, we have Sandy here. <laughs> we Hello, really appreciate guys. you joining us on this week. Thank you, thank you. I love how you did like the the LeBron. I just I just won my second ring. Like, <laughs> yeah, you know, you know what it is. <laughs> Yes. Um, how, how have you been? How's how's life been in the last little bit? The pandemic potting and all that. You just told me that you basically started in uh, February 2020, which is nuts because I feel like you guys have been around forever. Yeah, no, I mean, first off, this week's been kind of crazy. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll get into all of that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I, I, we started this pod a little over a year ago and uh, we've grown in a crazy way you couldn't have told me when we started that that's where we would be right now it's it's been nuts it's been a crazy journey like going to summer league this summer and you know we're with basketball news network and i'm yelling at perk on spaces <laughs> like it's just hey, I, oh, man. I don't someone's even gotta know what do to tell someone's you gotta yell at perk <laughs> what this was what's funny about perk is i feel like he he panders to to, to raptors twitter i don't know if you feel the same uh, sometimes oh, yes no i agree with that but i don't I feel mind like he just it. says shit for the retweets he, and i don't mind it and I'll just i don't do mind it, it. i won't be it, mad but, yeah. but i just feel like he's not the person that you want co-signing your team right like i don't want kendrick perkins telling me that pa- pascal is the next coming of whatever like <laughs> yeah, i don't yeah, want to yeah. hear it I've been, I've been working on my perk accent too oh, Have, let's hear it let's let me hear it back Kawhi letter he's a heck of a player <laughs> But let me tell you something. The anchor of that whole basketball team that won the championship down in 2019 in Toronto up in Canada is Kyle Lowry. That guy is a motor. He's a bulldog. He's a force offensively, defensively. Did I kill it? That's, no, that's actually pretty that's actually good. Really good. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. That's, that's actually, actually really, really good. good. Yo, Shaq's low-key in the wrong career. Bro, what? <laughs> you should be a voice actor. Like, what the hell's going on here? I'm working on it. I'm going to be on Fiverr just now. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, um, what? I, I know you've done your share. And I mean, I say that because I've seen a couple of the, the, the videos of you talking about the origin of dishes and dimes yeah but could you please for the 18,000th time for the mm. one person for some strange reason that's been on mars and has no idea who you guys are and what you guys mm, do mm, mm, tell them how this came to be and and like like what how big was the operation like i'm just very curious on top of like i'm curious too i mean the operation wasn't that big to be honest I, literally, <laughs> it just started off a tweet like i was it must have been like december 2019 I was listening to some random Raptors podcast and I'm like, there's a lot of men. <laughs> like, and I was looking around Raptors Twitter and I'm like, there's a lot of women here and I never hear them talk about the Raptors. So I just put out a random tweet saying something along the lines of, I would love to hear more women on Raptors Twitter. Like we're brilliant, we're funny. Um, we dominate Raptors Twitter. So I don't understand why we're not hearing these voices. 
And I kind of just put it out there. The tweet kind of went semi-viral. And um, and I initially, I didn't think I was going to be a part of it. It was just more so like encouraging other women to maybe jump on a pod that I can listen to. Right. And then my friend was like, what the hell like why are you gonna you know about the raptors you love the raptors it's a fan pod why don't you just jump on i'm like okay do you have a creative background or was this this completely out of your completely out of my wheelhouse like this was not like first of all i'm very shy Uh, (laughs) second of all i'm very shy talking in front of people and then third of all like at the time, I wasn't totally um, secure in my opinions about the Raptors. So it was just, <laughs> why the fuck am I starting a podcast? Right. <laughs> and I decided to do it anyway. Um, so I hit up the people that I, I was very intentional about who I, I asked um, to jump on. Because I, I think all the women that I asked were like brilliant and smart and had their own platforms. And mm. I was very intentional about that. And they agreed to do it. And we just kind of came together and we hadn't even met in person yet like we didn't really have any report except for what we had on the timeline it just happened to twitter like twitter relationship twitter brings people together yeah 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 and a year later and those are my sisters and we have this amazing brand together so you know wow how many how many people uh, co-host with you? Just for those who don't. Uh, seven, seven now. Seven. So on any yeah. given episode, how many people can we expect? Um, typically, it'll it'll be two to three. Um, okay. If if it's a bigger pod, more of us will jump on. Um, but for the most part, we try to keep it two to three people at a given time, um, yeah. just because seven is a lot. To be listening a lot to. of voices. It's yeah. a lot. Yeah. yeah, it's a lot. <laughs> Even having four, like we we've done four at, at one point, or even like five, mm. I think at one. We've point. done five. We've done probably yeah. six most. Yeah, yeah. It's a lot, but you need to be in person to actually like execute that. I feel like it just like three is easy to go one, two, three, right? Three, four. If yeah. you all know what you're doing, yeah, that yeah. makes sense. But when you start in, like it, it, it can get crazy. For um, sure. But like I, I love that you guys kind of like. How do you guys figure out who's going to be on what, or is it just like? Does that help with like the flexibility with everybody's schedules? And stuff? Yeah, the flexibility, it definitely helps. Like, cause you know, we all have our, uh, sorry, my battery's about to die. Let me make sure that does not happen. Like, well, we just lost. Right? <laughs> uh, technical difficulties. Let's so. not. Technical difficulties, guys. Uh, so yeah, no, it definitely helps with the flexibility of things, right? Um, yeah. You know, we all have our lives. This isn't our careers, at least not yet, God right. willing. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we, you know, if we have something coming up or we have to do something or someone's schedule changes and can't be on the pod, we're able to kind of, you know, mix and match um, and, and it works out. Uh, so that definitely helps. But I think we do try to schedule it in such a way like a month in, in advance mm-hmm. um so people know when they're supposed to be recording and if they need to change the dates they can and, and we just we just uh make it work that's what nice. so what, what for you just because i shared one of my most proud moments of was basically shem ethering sticks <laughs> i want to know what your what one of your proud moments was was it you going at perk was that one of them I don't know if that was a proud moment. <laughs> look, like I don't want to 
you know, cuss off some black men about some racist ass white woman. That's not, there. that's not mm. fun for me. Right. There. Um, but a moment that I did think was absolutely great. Um, Kyle Lowry acknowledged us mm. on yes. um, Oppressor. Yes. And we were just like, holy shit, like we made it. That was, that was like a super proud moment where yeah. he actually said the brand name and we're like, okay, this could actually become a thing. Like mm. we're, we're credentialed, um, getting credentialed was was pretty big because we're, t- the, yeah. we're the only pod, Raptors pod that's been credentialed. It's not an so easy process, I know that. It's it's not, uh, apparently they told us that they ignore um, pod requests all the time. And um, so it was, that's, that's a proud moment for us, for sure. Yeah, that's wicked. You mentioned something about um, I don't know, can we talk about that? The what's happening in the summer? Ooh, summer league. Yeah, 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 okay. yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. We could talk a, a little bit about summer league. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So yeah, what's 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 happening? <laughs> yeah, you said there? there's gonna be some coverage there. Or whatever. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna be going down to um, the summer league. Uh, we have a couple of things planned. I don't want to say too much, but we are hoping to be able to interact with some players and. Um, network a little bit and kind of broaden our audience of course like uh, we're a Raptors uh, podcast so primarily um, our base is here in Canada but you know um, we're hoping that we can spread the gospel (laughs) um, stateside and uh, uh, Summer League will help us do that so we're super excited it's our first Summer League together Um, so yeah we're looking forward to it awesome so like you, you you alluded a little bit to the the going back and forth with Perk about like some racist comments or whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I think like I've been just steadily just because life is crazy trying to piece together what's been going on in the timeline of when things have happened with Rachel Nichols. Um, and then like like I, I've been just trying to piece it together. So I don't know if you, if if one of you guys want to open up. I might even just leave it to you, Sandy, if you want to open up the conversation because and just set the scene for like what happened. What was the initial thing that happened? And I'll play a little bit of the clip of what she said. Yeah, of course. Um, so essentially, it, this happened last year. Um, she was having a conversation. I always forget the guy's name. I think it's Alex. Like he um, he uh, works with LeBron and um, Clutch. Um, and essentially, in this conversation, um, she. It, for some context, it was in the middle of the BLM um, movement. Um, they were in the in the bubble. Um, I, I believe the Bucks had just walked off uh, because someone else had just gotten shot. So that's the context of which this this conversation is happening. Yeah. And so they were talking about um, Mar- Maria Taylor, a, a black woman um, in the industry who uh, would potentially get to host. Um, uh, for the finals and Rachel was upset because she felt that if she was able to get this opportunity um, she would get more jobs moving forward um, and essentially because you know she's white <laughs> you know white privilege and you want to hold on to it she essentially was like she wasn't willing to allow her to get these opportunities because if she did um, then um, that would open the door for her to have more opportunity. And essentially she questioned whether she was getting these opportunities because of merit or right. if it was a diversity hire. Um, right. And that's a little bit of the context of, of uh, the conversation that was had. That's wild. I didn't know yeah. that like this conversation was then. And that's, that's even 
more wild. Yeah. 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 Let me, let me play a little bit of of what Miss Rachel Nichols said. that's just like an excerpt of a very longer conversation it's it does start with her like them basically saying that they're tired of the whole black yeah. lives yeah, yeah, yeah. black lives matter and then also i uh, was it? it was also the me too, it was the me me too. too. So, yeah, yeah so that gentleman he's he spoke about that and said he has nothing left to give like basically yeah he's a spokesperson for lebron james um adam i can't remember the last name adam mendelson Mendel- mendelson yeah there we yeah. go yeah yeah, yeah. But yeah, what was wild to me about that situation with Rachel, and I don't know if it was in that clip or if it's a separate clip that um that was circulating, but the fact that like she acknowledges that um it's not, you know, she says basically she supports. It's, she starts off by saying, you know, essentially she's she's an ally, whatever, but then gets into the fact that, well, not if she's coming from my spot. Not if it's going to affect. So when it's convenient and when it doesn't have to affect me. Right. And then, yeah. Yeah. And then she gets to ESPN, which is not blameless in this. I I don't think we can forget that, but Um, she does call out ESPN for trying to essentially um, right their wrongs by, by not having enough diversity in the first place, Um, which I do agree with her on that. But the way she went about her message was completely wrong in, in my opinion. Yeah, no, I I agree 100%. I think the problem, and again, like ESPN is not blameless in this whole situation. It's very intentional that they only hire one or two women um, for for any particular spot. And and you have these women pit against each other for these Mm -hmm. opportunities. That's totally valid. But I think where it becomes less of an issue of ESPN's hiring process and it becomes an issue of Rachel's racial bias is when she insinuates that... Maria Taylor would get the position because of 
literally just to the, fill uh, just to fill check a, a box quota, or whatever. Yeah. Right. To, to um, that's other. that's where the problem comes in because Maria is very qualified for the position. Maybe even more qualified than Rachel is. To right. be honest, she's it, played yeah. the game. She's yeah. you know like in, in that regard, she deserves to be there. Like mm-hmm. you don't get to get to the point where ESPN is considering you, especially as a dark-skinned Black woman, if you don't fill every single box plus some. And that's just the, the be-all, end-all. You're not allowed to be mediocre, right? Right. Um, so for me, it was very insulting. And like, she had a point there. Like ESPN, you know, they know that they have issues with diversity. They're very intentional about only hiring one woman at a time for any particular mm-hmm. position. Um, and as a white woman, she understands the issues with the industry, right? Mm-hmm. From from the standpoint of sexism. Mm-hmm. But where she doesn't seem to understand yeah. is the double negative of being black and a woman is not like is not giving you a leg up in the industry. Mm-hmm. Like it's insulting to insist that to you're getting that you a leg have an up. Advantage by yeah, being you have an advantage <laughs> by being a black woman. Like, are you out of your mind? Um, so that's where it becomes less of an issue about ESPN and more of an issue about Rachel's um, racism. Yeah. And what, what like amazed me about this is this broke, I think like over the weekend or beginning of the week. Right. And I'm thinking this is something current. I did not realize this happened over a year ago. You know what I mean? So they've been sitting on this for so long. It wasn't until I think the New York times broke the story. Um, so throughout this whole year, we're all watching the jump, laughing and having a good time with it. And Kikiing, then yep. kikiing with her and, you know, seeing her all over the place. And it's like, oh, wait a sec. These discussions have been happening behind closed doors for a year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it's yeah. I don't, I don't know. I, I have a, like a hard time. Like I can't even, I haven't watched the jump this week, except, for the, except so, for the day after. And I know we'll get into it, but. I mean, let's, we, yeah, let's, let's play that. I want to play her apology in that moment where. Yeah, it's the jump. It's a clip of basically her, uh, Perk, and uh, Richard Jefferson. My issue before we even get into it, and we can talk about it after we play it, was the fact that I felt like those guys, were they just felt like they had to talk for her. And why are they more outspoken about everything than she is? This is her situation, not these two black men. Oh, goodness. Yeah, Yeah, we'll talk about it. Don't be the story. And I don't plan to break that rule today or distract from a fantastic finals. But I also don't want to let this moment pass without saying how much I respect, how much I value our colleagues here at ESPN, how deeply, deeply sorry I am for disappointing those I hurt, particularly Maria Taylor, and how grateful I am to be part of this outstanding team. Well, Rachel, I want to say thank you. Thank you for accepting responsibility for your actions. You know, as someone that has known you for a long time, you know, being around you, you have treated me with the utmost respect, and you always made me feel comfortable in your presence. Um, And I know your heart. You know, great person, great individual. Um, I also know Maria Taylor, um, great person as well, very, very talented, hardworking, and I feel like she also deserves every opportunity that is presented her way. My only hope is that we have a commitment overall to support each other through this process and continue to. Sorry. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. So, well, I mean, to somebody that might not understand what is 
problematic with Perk coming through the way that he just did. And Richard Jefferson eventually does as well, I believe. Yes, he does. Um, what, what's problematic with this? Like, just for the people that don't get it. They're using him as a buffer, right? It's the, I have a mm. black friend and therefore I'm not racist right. argument, right? right? He spoke longer than she did and she was apologizing for her racism. Yeah. Not only that, he stood up for her and said, well, you've been great to me individually as a person. Mind you, you're a former NBA player, an NBA champ. She, she has a reason to be nice to you. She has a reason mm-hmm. to like, help you, right? Not it helps her career. Dude. You're not yeah. some random, can I swear? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You're not some <laughs> random nigga on the street, right? <laughs> you're not like some lowly, broke-ass nigga on yeah. the street. You're a rich famous man that's going to help advance her career. So if she's being nice to you and she's supporting you, she's doing it for a relationship that works for her. Exactly. Exactly. Right. And so for me, I think her true allyship shows when like you don't get anything out of it. Right. right? Like if she would have supported Maria in that moment, that's allyship, right? Because she's mm-hmm. losing something in order to make sure that a black woman, a black person gains. Yep. That's allyship. Not when you're performing, not when you're saying Black Lives Matter on camera for your stupid segments. Yeah. Right? And so for me, what was problematic about that? Perk didn't have to say anything. He could have just shut the fuck up. He didn't, he could have just said, you know what? I think this, this is, is an your, incredibly you, important you moment. You need to apologize. I'm going to step back and let you say what you need to say. He could have left it at that. You don't go, oh, Rachel's always been great to me. She's done great work, yada, yada, yada. Yeah, and she's also a racist-ass bitch. <laughs> yeah. Like, point blank, period. Yeah. Yeah. And it really upset me that you let ESPN use you like this. And then when we speak on it, all you have to say is, oh, well, uh, the only person that I'm going to put my neck on, my neck out for is my wife that I've known for since I was in ninth grade. <laughs> so then you're closing the door for the rest of us who are trying to get into the industry. And why should yeah. I support you? For what? How does yeah. it benefit us as a whole? Yeah. And, and that's the problem right there. Like the fact that it was these two black men stuck in the middle having to choose between supporting not just two black men by the way let's just reiterate they are two nba players NBA two NBA players. champions yeah yeah they have power right you're not yeah. just some random person you have no, power sure. if you speak up and you say yes ben, what you're doing is wrong they're way more likely to listen to you than some random mm-hmm. like for sure analyst for sure let's be mm-hmm. let's be honest right no, for sure for sure. Yeah. For me, it just like it, it just got back to the point that I've been seeing on social media throughout this whole movement is just the, the black man not supporting the black woman. And mm-hmm. that kind of and I hate seeing that. I absolutely hate seeing that. And yeah. it's just like, here we go again. You know what I mean? Yeah. These two guys who, like you said, could have taken a stand, could have actually supported Maria in that situation and called out all of the racism that's happening, all yeah. of the bias and prejudice that's happening. But yeah. they didn't. It's crazy for me to see like somebody like Perk and and these guys just like stand by her with what she said. I get it that she might be your colleague. She might be somebody that you're all chummy chummy with or whatever. But like for her to to hear somebody that, you know, talk about race uh, at the time that she was talking about it in is wild. Like this is wild white guilt all time high. 
Right. <laughs> All time right. high. Yeah. For you right. so for you to be like, oh, people are just checking boxes and blah, 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 at this time, that's just like a, a, a you're really just showing your character, I feel. Yeah. That's, that's what you life. truly feel, right? That's what you truly feel. When the, the doors are closed and there's no Black people to check you, that's how you feel. And, like, I think one thing that we need to point out is that somebody did lose their job. The person that leaked right. the, she's a Black woman, Kayla Johnson, sure. lost her job, right? Yeah. And she's the only one that's been repre- reprehended through this whole situation. So was, she, was she, like, in the room and low-key recording this? Is that what so happened? So no. I think there was a device that was recording it. Um, I think it was, like... So, I think it was Rachel's device from what yeah, I read. Yeah, from mm-hmm. the jump or something um, that was recording it. And then she saw the, the footage and she um, let Maria know and um, it got leaked and then she lost her job. Yeah, so many people at ESPN knew about this, including <clears throat> like Adrian Wojnarowski, who actually came out and spoke out of, uh, against it on um, the situation. But it went out, like, I don't know how far wide in the company, but it was pretty much a lot of people in the company knew about this situation. And only one yeah, person. I can't, I, that is wild. I can't, I can't imagine a lot of people just being cl- complicit or just, like, closing their ears to hearing this shit. And then it just eventually, because of how long it took for this to become, it didn't even have to become public, but at, le- but at least to a point where, like, ESPN reprimanded her for it. Right. Yeah. And they still haven't represented. Like they no. just, I mean, yeah, they, they just remove her, her from the they yeah took her off the finals. But I think that was in part Rachel's doing because out of sight, out of mind, right? You you take her away for you know a couple of games. Yeah, We're not yeah. going to see her until you know Short a couple season. months from now. And then next season she pops back up and we forget this ever mm-hmm. happened, right? I mean, so she's it's still very hosting the job. Yeah, she's still yeah, hosting exactly. the job every day, right? So. Exactly. Well, um, for those who uh, want a little bit more details on Rachel Nichols, we have Jalen Rose's daughter here with a beautiful TikTok uh, to give you a little bit more background about Rachel Nichols and her privilege. <laughs> Talk about Miss Rachel Nichols. Maria Taylor knows what a generational talent she is in the broadcasting world, so I don't even got to go there and hype her up. Let's talk about the fact that she actually played basketball. And if you want to go there, let's go there. Let's talk about how you're related to Diane Sawyer, arguably the queen of ABC. Nah, nah, nah. You got your job as one of the faces of ESPN because you're so entertaining and talented and so good at it, right? (laughs) You are a woman in the sports world and you sat there and you laughed about the Me Too movement, about your fellow women complaining about being sexually assaulted at work. You think that's funny? What really got me is you're tired of the Black Lives Matter movement because you weren't tired about posting about it or making your stupid little storybook monologues about it. Maybe instead of crying and calling Maria a diversity token, you can direct that energy to the people who think there can only be one woman on that stage. And if we're being real, Rachel Nichols is a subpar reporter. Subpar. Boring. Not great. I'm sorry your white privilege didn't work this time. Damn. We need to drop the ether beat on that. That, Damn. I love that video. (laughs) I love it. I mean, nothing was, there was no lies. This was, yeah. 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 Facts. Facts. done. But what do you what do you think about the um, the finals? Anyways, this is a very interesting one. We got um, Milwaukee. We got Phoenix. Nobody really be winning championships. Like which which team yeah. didn't? Did, Phoenix has never won one, right? Phoenix has never won. No, Phoenix has and never won. Fi- and the last mm-hmm. time Milwaukee did was like in the sixties or seventies. Seventies, yeah. yeah. Um, Lou Alcindor, I think, was there. Yes. Wow. Yes. Wow. Um, it's been a long time. 
what do we think about these finals so far? It's two two zero for uh, Phoenix. I feel like Phoenix has a little bit of what we call magic. Mm-hmm. You know when you know when the Raptors beat the Bucks and you're like, wait, we actually have a shot at this. <laughs> I feel like that for Phoenix, right? Like everything's kind of falling into place mm-hmm. for them. Everybody's yeah. enjoying. Storyline writing itself. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it's it writing is. itself it for them. Um, you know, Chris Paul finally yeah. uh, has the opportunity to taste a ring. I think it's going to happen for them. Um, Phoenix in particular, they're great in the sense that they work for every basket. They're passing at every, like they'll work I out all 20 seconds. Yesterday. Yes, yes. When it finally got to Aiden and he, yeah, no, that was spectacular. And I think that's what the team does, right? Um, I don't want to say that the Bucks are out. I just don't trust Chris Middleton um, as the second the second yeah. choice, <laughs> like this is this is uh, second option. I don't. I don't think. Uh, I don't. And then Drew, Drew hasn't looked very good either. Like oh. in the last game, he was horrible. So you know, Giannis is dropping forty two and can't. They're he's still losing. He like he's doing on a bum. To me, to me, I look. Yeah, I look at I look at Giannis and I feel like he's a guy, and not even well because Giannis is the motor on that team. He's the guy that like can blow open a game. Right. If that shit yeah. doesn't happen early, I don't really trust them to win because they're not closing anything. Right. No. And I, I don't know. Unless Chris Middleton to... comes through. Right. Right. But that's that's exactly how I feel about it. I don't, I don't, and, and I don't necessarily think Giannis has to be a closer. He doesn't have right? to be a closer. He doesn't have to be a closer. He just needs somebody who can be that closer. And I don't yeah. know that Chris know Middleton has it. I don't think uh, they have the coaching. I don't yeah, think that like, too. The adjustments Coach Bud are... doesn't make adjustments at all. Yeah. Like, yeah, no, I agree with that 100%. Like so... Yesterday, you watched that their defensive lapses were prevalent throughout the game and they didn't do anything to change it. So I, I don't know. I, I'm not going to say it's a sweep, but I'm saying Suns in five. I agree with that. Suns in five. Suns in five, yeah. I say, I say, I, I said before we even got to two zip, I said Suns in five or six, where it's like one of that, like, yeah. Fake six, fake six. You know, yeah, like, no, they just you. steal one of those games they're not yeah, supposed yeah. to, and the yeah. Suns are like, No problem, we'll win the next one. That's fine, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I feel like might be the reality that. of it, but it, it I yeah, I, I'm, I'm interested just to see what um, a championship Suns team looks like when we like are talking in the middle of next season, the way that people are talking about this Suns team and stuff, because I, I don't know if they're gonna like. If it's going to be the same next year, like I don't know if we can have those high expectations next year and the next couple of years or whatever. But I, mean, I, I, I think Devin's a legit. If he's yeah. not already a superstar, a star, he's no, that's a fact. He's a star, right? And well, he's yeah. only going to get better. So I think, I think it'll be interesting to see where they land next year. I think Aiden's going to get better. I think Devin's going to get better. Um, yeah. I didn't think. Pain would be. <laughs> yeah, I thought he just was going to come right? through with the new TikTok dance moves every season. That's what all I expected him to come That's through all, with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, show me the whoa. Show me everything, and that was so it. Like, yeah. You know, like I, I can't say that they're not going to. I think they're going to be a good team, um, and I think the young players are just going to continue to develop. I also do think that we need to take into consideration that the Nets. Are going to be, you know, yeah. they're going to have a, 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 a couple, 
they're not going to be disbanded, but I think they're going to have, they're not going to be, they're not going to break up. I think they know that they could, they could get a ring very they easily if they're healthy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're going to stay together. Um, and they're making the right coach, um, coaching decisions there with picking up certain um, um, assistant coaches. So mm-hmm. uh, like, you know, the Warriors, we have to, they're yep. always in the picture. If Clay Thompson back. coming back. Yeah. Um, we have a, a top four uh, pick. Yes. Uh, so that's going to be so interesting excited. as well. Um, so, I, you know, LeBron is LeBron. You never, you yeah. know, he's never out of the equation. Um, so next season is actually going to be very interesting, but I do think that the Suns aren't a fluke. I think they're legit a good team. So. Yeah, so their, their stock was rising before this, right? So, yeah, yeah I agree with Absolutely. you. Absolutely. Talk to me about a, a Raptors 2021-2022 season because, like, this, there's so much optimism here and it can go in so many different ways. <laughs> this could be one of those where it's just, like, it's exciting, but we don't necessarily do much. Or it's, like, right. go right back to contending or right. be in the middle of, like, kind of, con- like, you know, right. being competitive. Right, right, right. What do you expect? Um, I think we're going to be competitive. I think, personally, I think last season was a little bit of a fluke. I think certain things just didn't work in our favor. We were right. in Tampa. They were eat, they were practicing out of ball, hotel ballrooms. Ballroom, yeah. And, yeah. Like, uh, they started the season out absolutely crap. And then when they started to get their groove, they beat the Nets. They beat Philly. Um, all the top beat, teams. Yeah, they beat all the top teams. And then they got hit with COVID. Um, and, like, literally... The whole team got hit with COVID. So for me personally, I don't take much stock in this season. Um, I do think that it was very smart for Messiah to say there's no use use in um, getting into the plan. Let's just tank and get a pick. And we got a really good pick. Um, And he was blunt about it. Like, and and I agree with him. Like, there's no need to, you know, this team will fight to get into the plan. But can this team really, for what, right? I think next season is going to be interesting in the sense that Pascal's injured. Um, so he's not going to be back until like maybe November, December. Um, but we do have a young prospect and this particular draft um, draft year looks really, really Ooh. good, like yeah. really legit. Um, so we may not be great next season, but I do think we're set up for the future. And that's what should be exciting people about the upcoming season. Mm. It's going to be interesting to see what happens with Lowry. We still don't know if Masai is going to stay. So a lot of things are up in the air. But I think uh, if you're looking at it big picture, I think we should be excited about what uh, next season looks like. They're going to be in front of fans. You know, mm. we're, we're going to get to see the Raptors the way that we expect them to to, to play. And um, with a new young prospect that could potentially be great. Yeah, I'm so yeah. excited for that. I'm, I'm excited, excited for it. Excited. We need we need them back home. We need the Raps back home. We need we Jurassic Park. We need all that stuff just to happen again. Like the city yeah. missed it. I know the players missed it for sure. So mm-hmm. yeah, definitely looking forward to it. Yeah. yeah. Um, I I get I, I we want to let you give you some time to go, but mm-hmm. <laughs> before we let you go, is there? anything additional on top of what you have already said in terms of what's coming with the summer league and blah 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 do we have anything that we can look for with additions and dimes pod like what do you guys 
have that's kind of low key under the tub that you that's can right. tell plug a friend. Ish, plug your ish. Nobody listens to no this listens. at all. By yeah, exactly. no, one, no one's gonna hear this. Oh, oh Jesus. Um, okay, so I mean, obviously our pod's been credentialed, so hopefully we get to do in in person interviews next mm-hmm. season. Um, right. So that's gonna be really exciting, and um, the Raptors really want us to be ourselves. So um, hopefully we can we can bring a little bit of representation there and uh, yeah. have a little bit of fun with the players. Mm-hmm. Um, we do have a newsletter that's going to be coming out soon, fairly soon. Um, we want to uplift um, uh, people of color and women voices in sports. Um, so if you know you have any articles or anything, if you're in high school, if you're in college, if you're considering getting into sports, we want to um, get your voices out there. So we're going to be starting that out pretty soon. Um, Amazing. And just follow us on Dishes Dimes Pod on Twitter, on Instagram. Um, we have a lot of things coming up, and uh, we'd love to have you as part of our family. No, for sure. That's amazing. No, That's we really cool. appreciate you even joining us. Like, it's been great. Um, thank you for coming by, uh, Sandy. I appreciate you. Definitely, definitely. Got to do it again. Where, where, can, where can we find, where can they find you? Me specifically, Sandy Side Up on Instagram. I don't be doing shit on there. Because you want to follow me. <laughs> You're more free. of a Twitter personality, yes, though. Yes, Twitter. yes, yes, yes. Um, follow me on Twitter. Same on Sandy Side Up. And yeah, let's chop it up. Thank you guys Thank you. for having me, by the awesome. way. I really Thanks for stopping by. Thank you. Definitely do this again. Yeah, for we'll, sure, for we'll sure. Whenever you guys want, I'll, I'll be back. Perfect. Done. All right. Take care, guys. Later, Sandy. Yes. Bye. Yes, yes, yes. And there you have it. Man, love it, love it, love it. Shout out to her one more time, man. Yeah, gotta shout out to that. Sandy one more time. I'm calling them a collective. I know it's a podcast, but they're like a whole, like, like you said, that's a gang right there. That's a squad. No, they they literally are the Wu-Tang of podcasts. All right, now that Sandy's gone, let's pay some bills, Patrick. Let them know what's going on with uh, with Mayor Browns. What's going on? Yes, yes, yes. So as you guys know, we talked about the fact that this episode is powered by Mary's Brown Chicken. Mm-hmm. And we're truly excited to be partnering with them and the BGC Club uh, to mention and promote BGC Club Day that's happening on Wednesday, July 28th. So this day is all about promoting youth and and kids and healthy living and just helping uplift our youth. You know, they're the future, right? So on this day, Wednesday, July 28th, uh, if you buy a two-piece meal from Mary Brown's, they're going to give $2 from every meal to the BGC Club of Canada. So Make sure you go out there on that day, Wednesday, July 28th, buy your two-piece meal, buy six of them, buy, buy as many as you need, <laughs> your family. So, so wait, wait, you said all we, all people have to do is really just go to Mary Brown's Chicken on the Day and just buy. Yeah, go in two-piece. store, buy a two-piece meal. Like I said, buy a bunch of them. For every meal that you buy, they're going to give $2 to See. the uh BGC. BGC club. Yeah. So what's great, what's great about that is it's a two piece. So a two piece means you can be self-serving and support yourself and support the kids, <laughs> or you can take it to the next level. Like you're saying is buy up a bunch of different two piece meals. So we know we're, we're no stranger to Mary Brown's. We already oh, know, know how, that. how they, how they do it. So uh, I think it's a very, it's a, it's a no brainer to be exactly. able to support um, a, an organization like the BGC club that like is all about leadership and, uh, you know, fostering relationships that just help set you up in life and, and get to the next level and prepare you for, you know, whatever your, your dreams are and get to achieving them. And, yeah. you know, I, I think it just makes, it makes sense to, 
buy a little Mary Browns that's going to benefit you I mean? to you benefit other people. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Especially now. Come on. We know that kids have had it really hard throughout this pandemic. We all have. Facts, facts. These kids, they've had in-person in learning taken from them. They can't go outside and play with friends. They can't interact with, you know, the way they used to. So mm-hmm. the least we can do is really participate and give back a little bit to the next generation, right? So, a lot of people haven't even seen kids all pandemic. If you don't have kids or have like kids in your immediate home, you're just like, what's a kid? So <laughs> if you're sitting in your in your in your home and you're like, what's a kid? Here's how you can help those kids that you don't know. <laughs> just buy a two piece and the kids are going to are gonna be good. Like you're going to yeah. help out some kids and it's going to go a, a long way. So uh, what, what's the day called? It's BGC. Uh, yeah. B, BGC club day. BGC so club B, day. G, G, C, club day. <laughs> yeah. And that is on Wednesday, July 28th at all Mary Brown's locations in Canada. Um, mm-hmm. So, we know we got listeners all over the place. We love y'all. So this is your time to, to you know, shout out and support. Um, so get out there July 28th, buy your two-piece meal and support a great cause. Yeah, for sure. And then show us that you did. Like, yeah. we, we love that stuff. Exactly. Show us that you're eating Post Mary it. Browns too. Yeah, yeah. Post that. <laughs> tag us, tag Mary Browns, tag the BGC um, Club of Canada. Let everyone mm-hmm. know that you're supporting, man. Definitely get out there. All right, now let's get back to the pod because I have something that's very connected to the consumption Chicken? of deliciousness. Yeah. It's a different type of deliciousness. We're not all talking right, about all food. All right, all right, fine. You know, you know, you're as a guy who's planning a wedding, right? Oh man. Are you thinking cash bar or are you thinking <laughs> open that thing? Listen, listen, when things were open, when we thought we could do what we wanted. I was about to have everyone just come. And <laughs> I had it. I had it lined up, Shaq. I had it. Mm. I was thinking about you. I was thinking about you. I had it lined up. <laughs> what would Shaq accept when he's over here? I had how, the how would he liquor. feel? I had it lined up, but you know, COVID came and, and snatched that up. So we we gonna have to uh, revisit that one. But <laughs> you open bars are the way to go. Like a, a, a politician, you're like, <laughs> I really was thinking about doing it. You know, I had you in mind. COVID happened, but we're still thinking about it in the future. <laughs> well, <laughs> like, this one in the next fiscal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, because yeah. like that's a thing. I, I didn't realize it was a thing where like certain people like like to me, I've been to maybe one cash bar, maybe two cash bar weddings. Some people they've only been to one open bar. Wow. And that's that was a, a staggering discovery for me like I went for some uh colleague drinks and uh one of my coworkers basically said like um when he got married uh people in his family they weren't used to open bars so dangerous thing yeah so they were like wait you mean that I can have as many as many Heinekens as they want tonight yeah yeah, yeah. and he was like uh yeah 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 have a good yeah, time yeah. <laughs> And uh, he's just basically saying that, like, years, almost a decade later, like, his wedding was a hit. Like, it was just like, <laughs> oh, and his wedding? <sighs> Open bar. Ball. I had as many Heinekens as I ever wanted. <laughs> it was the best. The best night I've ever had. Oh, yeah. Like, so I was just like, wait, what? I didn't know it was a rarity for some people to go to an open bar. Not if you're Caribbean. <laughs> oh, yeah. How do you, how do you show up? 
Yeah. Patrick as yeah. a plus one to somebody else's wedding. Because I, I like I, I already have it down to a, a science because yeah. it's it's been passed on generations by okay. generations. I mean, my dad has shown me the way. <laughs> I was about to you say, I'm like, me. with me, Tom. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You tell you you show me how you show up. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. I actually have not been the plus one to a wedding yet, so mm. that'd be new. Ter- no, I've always I've always been the one that's had the plus one. You know what I mean? So I've never actually been the plus one. Uh, so I think you go along, you know, you're there, either you're driving or if it's open bar, you say, mm-hmm. you know what, we're, we're about to do this responsibly. We'll have a car service come and pick us up. So I said car service, you know, we try to be classy. Uh, yeah. So you go there and you don't want to go for the bar right away. You want to pace yourself out here. You know what I mean? Let mm-hmm. the right, let the, the, the family, let the, the familiar folks go to the bar first. Let them get the get it going, and then you slide over. Might make some small talk by the bar, get a little friendly, and then you start, you know, kicking in the drinks. Am I am I close? Am I right? Close, close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For me, pull up. Mm. Whether you know if it's a cash bar or not, mm. it's always good to pull up like this okay. because if it's a if it's a an open bar and you're not part of the wedding party, you're going to still have that like lull period between sure. when they like leave the ceremony and then go to take pictures. So you're sitting there like sober and hungry and you're like, ah, what do I do? You pull up to the parking lot of the venue, pop the trunk. Oh yeah. Have a bottle, preferably something strong cups that look like this. Yep. Solo. Solo cups. And uh, and then you basically just uh, you, you optional to add some some like Coke ice. Like you can go hard because we've done that before. <laughs> right, right, right. But I think it's always good to just have that ready just in case you don't know what you're going to go into. So let me let me ask you this. the me, worst. The sorry, worst. No, to me, the worst situation is if I showed up to a, 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 a wedding yeah. and then I found out it was a cash bar and then was like, yo, I didn't budget this i i gifted as if (laughs) but hold on you you know this before you get there though you should know no there was one time there's there there was one time that's on you man that's on you but okay let me ask you about this though what about the flask at the wedding Mm, hit or miss necessary right you know what it is i've been to more like company christmas parties than uh, weddings. <laughs> Two different things, but you can't treat them the same. You, you and so I'll come through with like the flask yeah. because you also don't know what your <laughs> company does, depending on where you at. Yeah, Sometimes yeah. they it's a it's an open bar and they cap it. Right. So, so my work though is like the two free drinks. You get two free drink tickets. Two free drinks is so cute. No, but so they say that. But then you always end up getting more because there's people who don't drink. There's people who don't want it. And then there's the people that control the tickets and they're like, all right. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's when you got to make friends. That's how you make friends with them. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. But I got to put you on to something. Okay. So I found this flask. I'm not saying the company name until, you know, they give us some coin. But I found Mm. a flask that is foldable. How do you fold a flask? So the material, it's like a, almost like a Tetra pack. Like, think of, like, a Kool-Aid jammer. 
You remember those? Like that material. Yeah, yeah. So it's like that, but like you can fold that. So I was able to have this discreetly on my person in the breast pocket of the jacket. So do you drink out of your pocket or do you like to? No, you pull it out, but it's discreet. You want to be discreet. You know what I mean? You don't know where you're going to be. What happens when you get like a crazy dap, like a hectic chest to chest? No, 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 but. I'm saying it's not a it's not a bottle like it's not heavy so no one feels that. I know, but does it squeeze and squeeze and just squirt out of the pocket? Well, you don't, you're like, like you ah, don't. my chest just exploded. <laughs> I'm my exploding bad. liquor. I'm exploding. Ah, don't mind the Appleton. I'm Jamaican. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 but no, no, no. You don't fill it up like. Come on, you don't get crazy here. You don't fill it up like you know, like you're packing mm-hmm. it. Yeah, you put a little bit in there, just enough to get you a little mm-hmm. buzz. Bro, I'm telling you, the best flask I've had. That foldable flask. Invest in it. Foldable flask. I'm giving you hints, man. Um, You're gonna need this. You're gonna want this. Check out any any winners, home sense, those places. You know when you go and they have them by the by the checkout lanes. <laughs> foldable flask. Okay. You, those novelty ones. I there's so many novelty flasks that I've thought about that were great ideas that like yeah. I was like, mm, don't really need it that bad. Yeah. Like I remember like back in the day, Urban Outfitters had like it wasn't even for me. It was for my. For, it was for my, my ex girlfriend at the time. I was just like, "Hey, Urban Outfitters has these, 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 the, like this discreet thing where like you put liquor in it and it's like a fake pack of like tampons and like they're like vials or something like. So you take it out, you can just go like a little. But then why are you stop. drinking a tampon? They're not actual tampons. No, I know, but that would just the concept's weird. Then you're gonna be drinking your like it looks like you're drinking tampons. You've gone too far. <laughs> You've gone too far. I showed you something great and you no, 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 stomped no, all no, over it no, and it said, make sense. you know what? No, it makes sense. You don't put discreet. your mouth on that. Don't you're you put forgetting it in your mouth. about the don't time you put when. It in your mouth. Yep. You're just forgetting about the time period where um, we were going outside. So you were trying, like you were getting pat down by the security. Imagine your girl came through with her okay, pack fair, of fair, tampons. Fair, fair. And guess what? Patrick got nice because he, and he didn't have to pay an extra $40 worth of shots that were stored <laughs> in her person that really costed you about 15. All right. All right. You're right. You're right. I haven't been outside in over a year. I don't know what that's like now. Yeah. Yeah. Soon yeah. Yeah. Soon. Um, <laughs> Okay. Okay. Yeah. I trust you. I trust you. And I, you know, I'll you know that you, you're, you're reminding me that I got to make sure that I bring my, my, uh, my, my flask back out. I haven't had a flask in a minute. I'm telling you, man, we about to be outside, outside this summer. Um, speaking of outside, outside, it's funny. I didn't even think about what I was going to say next. <laughs> speaking take- of outside, outside. <laughs> I take back your title, bro. You're not so good king now. Uh, well, it's, it's it's rotating. You saw the um, Soldier Boy and uh, Lil Bow Wow versus. Tell me all about it. We did. We I, did. Because I, I, I like I. The only thing I saw was that like Bow Wow and Romeo pieced up their fake beef. Yeah. Um, their decade long fake beef or whatever that was. Yeah. Um, tell me what I missed. So, <laughs> this might have been one of the funniest verses I've ever seen. Um, I love Soldier Boy's energy. Like Soldier Boy's energy is on a whole nother level. Um, this guy played the same song like ten times, but hey, it's Soldier Boy. What are you gonna do? 
What are you going to do? So I love his energy. They brought out Lil Romeo, who compared himself to Kobe Bryant. Wait. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so it's, a, said, it's his bag. I'm surprised he didn't say Jordan. No, no, no. Because he was saying Bow Wow of their era. He said Bow Wow was Jordan and Soldier Boy was LeBron. So Lil Romeo then, he said, as himself, he was the Kobe Bryant of their era. Yeah. Stretch. Mad understand. Stretch. No, no, stretch, but I understand what he's trying to say. And it's not like era. I think what they're, you got to translate what they're saying to be like, yo, they're talking just about the Lils. They're not talking about hip hop. They're not talking about like I understand AZ and whoever else was popping. I they're understand. Saying, it's just the Lils. They beat Lil Sammy. <laughs> Lil Sammy wasn't shit. Lil, Lil, uh, Lil, who else was in that era? Lil, Lil Fizz. Thoughts. Oh, Lil B2K. <laughs> I'm just thinking about that hardball song with all the Lils on it. Oh man, oh man, good movie, good movie. You but know, he's wild for that. You can't, you can't come out and say that, bro. Name me, name me one Lil Romeo song. Um, you can't. There you go. See, so he can't be Kobe. He can't be Kobe. Right, because I can name a lot of Kobe moments. Right, exactly, exactly. Um, but I will say, if you are like our age, our generation, this brought back all the fields of high school. This brought back all like from elementary school to high school to you know you're getting ready to hit the club era. Like this was that kind of vibe. So if you went to the Millennium Tour, if you missed the Millennium Tour, if you wanted to go to the Millennium Tour. If you checked out that versus, you got the Millennium Tour. Like that's what it would feel like. Mm. Yeah, brought out the the velour tracksuits, the four XLTs, the what do you call it? The spray painted shirts. All that stuff was back in full force. That's so nasty. <laughs> beads in your braids. Beads in you. That was your that was your lane, bro. I never had beads in my braids. Okay, I don't believe that. No, you. No, I wanted them. I'll say okay. that. Okay. I wanted them. I just never had it. <laughs> <laughs> let, me, um, let me ask you something, though. Because mm-hmm. I've been meaning to ask you this for a while. And this is the perfect time because, you know, I'm Segway King. I've been thinking about this for a minute. So we're, we're now in a period of time where artists from the 2000s are starting to get their flowers. Mm-hmm. Right? Is there anyone that you think was disrespected in the 2000s that deserves their flowers now like if you look back at if you look back at the game you look back at hip-hop look back at um rap music r&b who was disrespected then that you look back at it now you're like this person was a legend like they need more respect because i I got a couple people in mind there's a there's a lot of them chingy jay kwan uh, and it's like it, it, I only say that because their career fizzled because of some random bullshit that just didn't amount to nothing. And so they their career just took a hit in a way where if that didn't happen, they would have probably been consistently making music potentially till today. Right. Like, what about Ja Rule, bro? Like 50, I know. Ja Rule like, gets enough flowers. He gets I don't flowers. know, man. What I don't know, about? man. People ja Rule does not get flowers. No, no. Because of Firefest. Well, you, you, know. you can go and do it. I don't want to do it. I don't feel like it. 
What do you mean? What I just don't mean? feel like giving Ja Rule flowers. <laughs> this guy, this guy's hate. I just I'd you like, can't it, act like he wasn't Mr. Save a Song. This man was on every song for a period of time that went straight to the top of the charts. I'm not opposed to Ja Rule. I just don't feel like he deserves flowers that he didn't receive. All right. All right. What about T Pain? T Pain, I think he's getting this the the, the sympathy of like a <laughs> lot of people nowadays. Yeah. Everybody's like, oh yeah, you know what? I think we was a little too harsh on Auto Tune back in the day. We didn't see the vision. We didn't see the work he put in for it too. <laughs> right, so. right. That's what I'm saying. Like T Pain definitely I feel bad for the guy because I felt like he still could have been putting out hits, man. He could have been, but he no, he put a lot. Like it, it wasn't like he stopped. I no, think no. he 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 his lull kind of like I think it, like he never really stopped because of people saying certain things. Like it was just always, he always existed. I think people kind of got tired of the fact that he was around a lot. Fair, fair. They, there was a T-Pain fatigue. Yeah. You can't be featuring T-Pain <laughs> on everything to the point where it's like Andy Samberg featuring T-Pain. You're like, what? Was that I'm, I'm on a boat? Absolutely. It's, yeah, that was it's, it's the boat one. It's a good song. It's a good song, man. But I think there's, yeah, I just want to give those artists their flowers, man. I feel like we're at a period of time where artists from the early 2000s, they need some love. They need to get respected. We need to show them some, some love because they paved the way for us, man. So I appreciate all of y'all. That's where I'm at with it. Um, I got, let me see here. I got, I got a, I got a, what I really wanted to talk about why I brought up Soldier Boy was yeah. this clip. Uh, it was just him up to his typical Soldier Boy antics. You tell me if you believe this is true. Now the first rapper with the iPhone. <laughs> oh, what the fuck? <laughs> it was crank, you, it was wait, crank wait. that video shoot 2007. Steve Jobs and Apple team came to it. I was in a swimming pool doing instruction to dance, showing the people how to do the dance. We was on set of the crank that video. They came. They brought me the iPhone. They said Steve Jobs himself Steve came. Steve Jobs they said, and, and Apple, the whole team said, this is the first iPhone. Out of you believe this one? I'm oh, yo, that full of shit or what? I mean, it's something I could see happening though. Like, I kind of believe it. I don't know about Steve Jobs being there, but I do believe that Apple at the time would have gone to Soldier Boy, who was the hottest artist, hottest thing in, in pop culture at the time, is they're getting ready to launch their phone. That only makes good business sense. Like, why wouldn't they do that? Mm. I mean, no, it makes sense. I just can't imagine Steve Jobs showing up himself. That's what Also yeah. <laughs> delivering, hand delivering this thing. Like, it's like, here, here you go. It's like, young what? soldier. <laughs> yes, like, soldier Bill boy. Gates was not giving out the first Xboxes to anybody. And no, nobody. But that's zero fair. people. I don't think so. That's fair. But this is Steve Jobs. They were being really innovative. They were working with a lot of artists. You got to keep in mind, Apple's always been a company. At that, that was, time? But Apple's always been a company. At that time? Were they? When I'm not challenging like, you, but I'm really just like curious because yeah, I don't recall them like working with artists like that till... They had the iPods, right? So they had all those well, music commercials. The iPod... Was that before the iPhone? Yeah, bro. Come on, oh, man. Yeah? Come yeah, on, it was. Man. Yeah. It's believable. 
It's believable. Yeah, I, can't, I half believe it. I almost don't know if it was Steve Jobs. Maybe he saw some dude in a turtleneck giving him the phone. <laughs> and he was just like... And he's just like, yeah, Steve Jobs. Hmm, that's wild. Steve Jobs is here. He was, you know, maybe he was lit. And he was like, wow. The story just evolved into Steve Jobs hand-delivered me an iPhone. <laughs> I mean, hey, isn't that how memories work over time? You just evolve them into whatever you want them to be? Lies to memories. Or did I just go galaxy braid on you? I don't know, man. He was. That's what I'm, see? The producer knows. <laughs> One of them. Who, who's that? Malik? Yeah, Malik knows yeah. what I'm talking about. Lies to memories might be his dreams and nightmares. Ooh. Lies, <laughs> lies to memories. Yeah, that's a good one. Ain't this shit what you've been waiting for? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yo, um, can, like, that's that's a crazy topic. I don't know if I'm going to get into that. What? I, I don't know if I'm going to get like too out there with people. What do you mean? What do you want to get into? I've had those thoughts though. Like you ever think about a moment in your life, like a memory. Oh, yeah. Swear it's real, but it never actually happened. It also like, so I think I've, I don't know if I've had it exactly like that. Maybe it's been somebody else's story that I've retold a billion times Yeah, yeah. to the point where like, I now put myself in their situation and now I'm like, (laughs) Wait, hold on. Was I there? Or was that their shit? Like, I don't know what. So, yeah, I don't know. I I, I think that that's definitely a scenario I've had. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. Like, I I've never. I don't know. Not not to memory. Maybe I'm I'm still full of shit and just like. <laughs> that's all. That's all it is, man. You. <laughs> no, I definitely think those moments are real, though, man. Like, I think over time we conjure up like fake memories mm. you know like if you try to if you try to tell a story from when you were five six even ten you're not going to remember it exactly but you're going to add bits and pieces of what you think your life was like then to filter so did, into that so did i actually work with like ben simmons and Giannis and andre drummond and isaiah thomas and lonzo ball together or did i work with like jamal mcglure and get confused <laughs> right both, both tall and play basketball. I'd be like, yeah, Jamal McGore played for Jambo. It was crazy. Yeah, Jamal McGore played for Jambo. It was crazy. Yeah, he's so tall. Like, he was tall as Giannis. Yeah, I played with Giannis. I worked with Giannis. Jamal. Jamal? <laughs> exactly. That's exactly how it happens. <laughs> oh, man, that's wild. That's wild. Yeah. Yeah, man. Um. Let me see if I got any any final clips because I got a few. I got a few. Yeah, we got some stuff to talk about. Okay, here's a good one. Um, so it's from Rory Amal's podcast that just started. Mm. Right, they've been doing numbers. They're doing well. We we talked about that a few weeks back, like almost a month and a bit back. But um, they were talking about specifically. This is like finally. This is finally. Um, a moment where we get to hear Maul speak more than just saying, wow, that's crazy. <laughs> so he's talking about, I mean, let me just let, let let's let Maul say what he's got to say. Girl that I dated, just strictly dated, wasn't a girlfriend or anything. I, we went out a couple of times and she was at a restaurant that I had introduced her to. Mm. And she said, she was like, yeah, I'm with this this new guy I'm seeing, like, you know, the place is still amazing. Thank you for putting me on. It was like that cool thing. I, I did this fly shit. I called and picked up the check. Is that fly? What? Is that fly? What? Is, is, is that fly? <laughs> that is blasphemous. Yeah, no, that's not happening. What? 
<laughs> That's not some fly ass shit. Why? Why? Why am I? Why are you doing that? Because she appreciated you putting on some shit. She called you while yeah, she was she, there. But she was someone else. Do some fly shit. Pick up nah, the No, nah, got nah, it. Nah, Pick it up yeah, for the man. So, so I got it. Don't me. What? You gotta got son it? the man. Oh, that's ooh. Okay, okay. That's next level. I wasn't thinking. Is that about like a that. petty? Is that a petty move? If you still feel the girl. See, now you're taking it to a level I wasn't even thinking of. He might be playing mm-hmm. chess. Well, that dude's playing checkers. I like that. I like that move. Okay, I give it to Maul. I take back what I said. Because if you so still you, feeling that girl and you play that power move, yeah, you basically you, you're right. You sunned him. Like, how is he responding? Yeah, but like, I can't imagine feeling that petty. That, that, and that goes back to my point. Like, how how did this end? Who hurt who? How did this end? Maul doesn't hurt anybody. Nobody gets hurt after a Maul relationship. They just kind of like fizzle out and just stay friends all the time. That's the way he says it. But I, I don't know. I just anybody that I might have even dated once. Yeah. I can't imagine even one. Like if I dated you once or twice, why am I even picking up the check for you and your man? I don't know you that well. Right. We barely know each other. But if I really know you, why am I picking up the check? Because. Like, if I really know, yeah, I don't know, man. That's that's a wild one. That's a no for me, bro. Like, that's not happening. I'm sorry. Don't be leaning on me for 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 your handout. Cool, you like the, the place I showed you, but nah. I'm not paying for it. It's a fly shit. All right, it was fly. So is it fly? It's not fly. It's not fly. What are you saying? You think it's fly? No. <laughs> I, I I think it's just like I, I just don't see where the cool is in that. Like I just don't, you know, like I just don't think that it's cool. I think it's just it's kind of corny. I, I just don't like it's not even corny. It's just like why? That that's you know, that's my, my question name. is why. Yeah. I'm not like really even clowning, dude. I'm just like why? Why would I do that? Like why would you go out of your way to do that? Like, you being nice? Is it a nice thing? Is it petty? Like, I don't know. There's too many questions there. Just no. Just why? It ain't fly. <laughs> so he's as cool as I thought he was, which is not very cool. Yeah, it makes sense. I still, I don't believe that story either. I believe Soldier Boy over Maul. <laughs> That's a wild thing to say. <laughs> that is a very, very wild thing to say. Okay, how about this? This is a, 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 a piggyback. With Kevin, Kevin Samuels, same okay. similar type of conversation. Yeah. Okay. Kevin Samuels, a demon. You got something to say about men paying for everything? Let's see if you agree. But you don't want to put the work in. You don't want to. You don't want to build the resume. You don't want to actually have it where it counts to have the real leverage. You want her to respect your masculinity and your manhood because you have a penis and an XY chromosome. It don't work that way. Women respect resources. You can't check a bitch because you got nothing check. You got nothing to check with. The only place you dominate is in the bedroom. Dominate on the balance sheet. Dominate on your wallet, which is your accomplishments. Any woman that you deal choose to deal with, her money should be no good with you if you're a hundred percent man. You pay everything. Why? Because it keeps her in her feminine when she's with you. I don't give a shit. The women I deal with, they know I don't care what you do when you're not. So, 
Tell me what you think. Fact, fiction? Is there like a little bit of truth? A little bit of, a little bit of. Eh, what, what are you? What are you feeling? I gotta go fiction on that one. I gotta go fiction on that one, bro. So, I don't. I don't buy that one person is the you know financial bears the financial responsibility in a relationship, man or woman. That's not on one person to do in a relationship. So that's completely fiction to me. What do you think? It's not completely, it's not like completely fiction. It's just, um, I believe that the facts that he mentioned was you shouldn't, like if you cannot take care of yourself, if you Mm -hmm. cannot provide resources, then it's just like, I don't understand why you're dating. Not necessarily like I'm saying it's the man's responsibility to take care of anything and everything mm-hmm. but i'm just saying like let's just say like i'm unemployed my there's a negative dollar amount to my name mm-hmm. but i want to go and take a girl on a date how you doing then well yeah you gotta <laughs> be able to like provide something i mean fair actually no counterpoint i, I just don't i just no counterpoint to that is you don't have to a date doesn't have to cost you money. That's a misconception. You don't have to go on a date that costs you money. You can go on a date and spend zero dollars and still have a fantastic I don't time. Think I've, ever, I've never done zero, but tell me how you do it. Bro, a date doesn't have to be a destination, right? It doesn't have to be spending on whatever. A date is really the two of you spending time together. So you find a way to do that within your means. You know, you could do something... In a park, you can go like yeah, walk. I know. I thought about the park, but I, I, I thought about I thought about the Aperol spritzes that I would bring. So that's already <laughs> like twelve bucks. <laughs> what's what's wrong with the What's wrong with just having like you know a conversation somewhere? You know what I mean? You're doing just a conversation with no consumables. Yeah, ha- you can. Why not? Why not? I mean, Why it depends not? on the couple. To be honest, you can't rule out anything. But like realistically, it's hard for me to imagine like somebody getting into their dating bag and not ready to pay for a damn thing. Fair. Fair. That's fair. <laughs> That's fair. But you know, I you think gotta like, be like, to me, I'm like, I'm, I might not be like, there might be times where it's just like, okay, I'm not expecting to, to blow a bag and go off on this date. Right. But like you sometimes might gotta be ready to, if, if it, if it comes to it, I think if you can't, mm-hmm. Maybe you shouldn't. But why not? Not that I'm saying. Not that I'm saying if you can't ball out. I'm saying if you cannot provide enough means to create a great date, Mm. then don't. And if you're saying because I'm telling you that I can't imagine myself um, spending zero dollars on a date and being an amazing date. If you can figure it out, then you've done better than I can. But I'm just saying if you cannot provide what can become like the means to, to create a, to create a, a really good date. Yeah. You shouldn't be dating. See, I disagree with that. And like, what's wrong with the, what's even wrong? Like what's wrong with communicating? See, I can't even communicate. What's wrong with communicating that, Hey, this is my situation right now. Look, I'd love to take you out, but I want to be upfront and honest with you. This is my situation right now. If she's mm-hmm. with it or if he or she's with it, Cool. If they're not, that's cool too. But you got to put it out there. At least let them know what the situation is. And mm. if they're still down to go on this date with you and to kick it with you and knowing that you ain't got a dollar to your name, 
then that's that works, right? I, I I just think you can't rule out the situation. You can't rule out that and say if you if you don't have it, if you don't have the money, you don't have the resources, don't be in the dating game because not everyone's got the money or the resources. If you don't have the money or the resources, your creativity got to be through the roof. That's all I'm saying because my creativity is good, <laughs> is solid, but I guess apparently because I can't think of a date that costs zero dollars, <laughs> yeah, it's not through the roof. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. I'm not, I live for zero dollar days. Like I actually love the days when yeah, I, I want you to tell me what the zero, what is the zero dollar date? Like I've been trying to figure out what the zero dollar date is. Like, and it doesn't count. Like if you already have your girl and you just say, Hey babe, let's go for a walk. That doesn't count. I'm not just saying that's what it is though. I'm just giving you an example. You could do stuff like that. Like, are you okay? How technical are we going to get here? Cause I'm saying you could do something where, you use resources you already have and not talking money, but let's say it's things that are in your, in your possession. Like, you know, you want to make uh, a picnic, like a meal for a picnic. You want to um, do something athletic. Maybe okay. you go so you're out. Saying to, don't get too technical with it, but yeah. there are things you can do. Yeah. So I do have a projector and I probably have some food in the fridge. Right. Maybe a couple drinks. Right. Okay, fine. Right. It can happen. Found so, it. Exactly. So I said, I'm just oh, saying, because to me, I was like, when I'm, when I'm about to go on a date and I'm like, I got to go get the things. That's, that, that's just my thought when I was, when I'm thinking about getting like. You, smart, man. You gotta, you gotta use what you got, what you already have. You know what I mean? I didn't have it. <laughs> <laughs> I, Kevin Samuels was wrong though, bro. Like I don't know. His, his takes so they're wild. so wild they're so drastic and i think that they're from like more so for like reaction clicks and all of that stuff than like him actually feeling like he's providing a service to the world to make us a better situation like yeah. do you uh, think he's real do you think he's actually like this in real life or it's just a persona? i think it's a persona like when like it's a persona but it's also him to a certain degree like i don't think he's completely fake i think he's just like He's this dude that is very particular about his relationships. He's just basically saying, like, this is just how it is to me and uh, dating as per my experience. But he's also a smart enough person, a smart enough man that has been a professional. And I don't know exactly what he's been up to for the past 50 years, but I feel like he's been up to some stuff where he's applying past situations and um, ventures to to this where he's created this niche and i'm that guy that just says shit that you're not supposed to say mm. like you know he he at the, early on he was the guy that was saying if a girl called his show or whatever he'd be like no you're 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 chubby you're fat and that's something that you're not allowed to say as a man regardless if it's true or not but he right. was the guy that was like saying you know what People are going to look at my shit. They're going to engage with it if I'm going to be the guy that's going to say it. And I feel like there's some of that with him. But there is definitely truth to me in terms of who he is as a person. Like, I don't think he's like a polarizing opposite from what we're seeing. Interesting. Interesting. I'm not, yeah, I'm not completely sold on him, but I, I hear I hear what you're saying, man. I agree with that. Man, that guy's a wild boy. Um, <laughs> but. I don't know. I, I would love to run into him in real life. I have so oh, many that's questions. what I'm saying. I, like, so many. I, I would love to have him on the pod. We're gonna put that out there. <laughs> put throw him on the list and then <laughs> throw him like, on the list. Yo, we had Kevin Samuels on the pod. That is my favorite moment of all time. <laughs> <laughs> Top five. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 All right.
The world generous speaking. Yes, yes, yes. Patrick Dennis Jr. on Instagram and Twitter. Make sure you follow. Appreciate it, y'all. Shop like Shaq. You wish you. You Shaq with a K. Uh, don't forget to support. Uh, was it B- BGC Kit uh, Club Day, which is yep. July 28th. 28th on the Wednesday. Yep. Two dollars from every. Every meal, two-piece meal goes to the club, so make sure you support it. Definitely.